One of the things that happens in a relationship is that when there are patterns that have been established, we just start to see things through that pattern. So even when changes are made, we will still have the perception that we've always had. This week, Dr. Karen Sherman joins us to discuss a new survey of couples that found that the household responsibilities that were taken on during COVID didn't have the impact that we might have thought it had. We discuss why that might be. Stay tuned. Underneath the lights, I never want to give it back, this feeling. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, Welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchedmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the original, Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Hello. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is also the co-author of Marriage Magic. Find it, keep it, and make it last. You can get this information and more at her website, drkarensherman.com. Um, okay, so Karen, we are one year plus uh, into the pandemic, and the Pew Research Center uh, has done one of their fabulous surveys, and uh, I think we've talked enough about surveys and the reliability of surveys and all that stuff uh, to like just get that out of the way right up top. Um, but this inform- <laughs> but I was going to bring that up, Steve. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. Okay. We can talk about that a little bit in the future um, if you'd like. But basically, I mean, the Pew, Pew Center does a good job for the most part um, with the caveats that you will bring up. Um, but I do think there is some insight to be gleaned from the information that we're about to talk about. So I think that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's why we're talking about it, which is how I kind of approach all the other surveys that we talk about as well. Um, and so basically they looked at 10,332 U S adults to see how families, uh, were coping with their household duties during the pandemic. Um, and so the survey looked, uh, specifically at married and cohabitating couples. And so for me, the first thing that jumped out was that couples as a whole were as satisfied with their relationship now as they were before the pandemic. So that broke down to 54% were satisfied in 2019, 53% in 2020. Does that surprise you that there's only like that 1% difference? No, it really doesn't. I mean, I could understand why you're asking, does that surprise me? Because you would think that during the pandemic and staying in so much and not having much uh, novelty or diversity, you'd start to get really annoyed with each other. Mm -hmm. But my experience through the years has been that very often in times of challenge or difficulty, couples really end up uh, being more bonded together and working through the challenge. And 
I think that probably this statistic um, expresses that, that it's sort of like, okay, we have to do this. Let's get through it. And so, um, no, I'm not surprised by it. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was expecting the numbers to get better in 2020 or worse in 2020, because on the one hand, I think, oh, well, since both people are stuck at home, I would imagine a better collaboration on household duties. So therefore, uh, you know, that, that might boost the relationship because it might feel more equitable, um, in the responsibilities. And on the other hand, uh, I could, to your point, you, I could see how, you know, people would get on each other's nerves and then that would deteriorate the relationship, but that's not happening either. It seems like as a whole and, um, and other stuff that I've been reading, uh, the, the big giant divorce, uh, bomb that we've been expecting to go off just hasn't materialized. In fact, divorce mm-hmm. rates are actually down quite a bit. And, yeah. you know, you could, you can continue, like history will determine where, where, where this all lands. But, you know, I could also see people arguing like, well, <laughs> if people can't get married because of the pandemic, it's really hard to get divorced as well. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I can, but I, uh, but it's, but it, this is, I do think this is interesting. I think it's definitely worth looking at, continuing to look at. So, um, thing that I looking at this though, um, so 54% were satisfied with the relationship in 2019, and this was before the pandemic, and then it went to 53% in 2020. Should we be worried that this is barely over 50% even before the pandemic and their relationship satisfaction? No, I don't think so because. You know, I don't know what scale. I read the article, but I don't know what scale they used. Um, and, you know, if they said, I'm very satisfied, you know, um, I'm very unsatisfied, whatever. But I think as long as they said that they were satisfied, I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. Um, you know, the other thing we don't know is how many years they've been together. So by and large, if we say that it's over 50%, I'm, you know, we're good. You know, if we look a couple of years ago, um, we were saying that 50% of couples get divorced. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's not really true. Um, and now what we're seeing seeing is that over 50% are satisfied. So I'm good with it. Right. I'm not concerned about it. Um, the other thing that I was thinking of, and uh, me my going to my sports brain, is uh, a lot of, you know, you will watch people win playoff games, championship games, and you will ask them, were you satisfied with that performance? And they will say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it to your point about on what scale were they using. So you can still be victorious. You can still win championships. You can still have Mm -hmm. a fantastic relationship. But satisfaction comes, Mm -hmm. and there's a whole bunch of different definitions of what satisfaction actually means. But for one person, it could definitely mean something completely different um, than somebody else. Because you can be happy but not satisfied, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So I I just wanted to throw that out there. one thing that I noticed in looking at the survey results was that women saw a 1% increase in their satisfaction in the division of labor, of labor, whereas men saw 6% increase mm-hmm. in their satisfaction of the division. Um, men were already more satisfied than women with the division, and it seems like they took on more of a role when they uh, during the pandemic. Um, 
what do you think can be done to improve the woman's satisfaction more to get in alignment with men? Um, and, and I guess, do you think that's even possible with, let's just say if there's kids involved, we know, for example, a lot of times, uh, dad can be there, but it's really mom they want regardless. Well, I think that the pandemic has really added more to the women's um, uh, requirements and responsibilities. Um, You know, many women are working, and so they're working, and they're also doing extra child care, um, and they're doing extra schooling. Um, And so even if the men are doing more at home now, uh, which might say, you know, yes, they, they feel that there's an increase in their division of labor, which may be true. Mm-hmm. The amount that the women have added to their plate may be so high that they really feel that it's still imbalanced and there's only a 1% increase. So they may say like, well, yeah, you know, he's uh, helping more with the dishes or he's helping more with the chores, but that their burden is so much more increased that that's why there is a misalignment. Now, what could they do to increase it? Um, Because you may be right that um, the children do want more from their mothers. I would say if the men could be more appreciative, uh, notice it more, um, acknowledge it more, that would, I think, at least make women feel like, okay, you know, um, I am doing a little bit more, but at least it's not just being taken for granted. And I mm-hmm. think that that would help. Right. So you might not ever be able to make it all equal, but if there's that acknowledgement there, it won't feel as uh, as lonely <laughs> doing it. Yes. And yes. and I was while you were talking, one of the things that I was thinking of is so let's just say dad picks up, you know, feeding the kids breakfast or doing the dishes, but then mom uh, takes over the role of teacher and and sitting there with the kids for, you know, six hours during the day while they go through schooling. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, the dad picked up more, but mom picked up a part time job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> so yes. I could see how they don't feel aligned, uh, depending on your perspective. Um, another thing that stood out to me was that men felt their communication was better this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, it went from 43 to 47%, but mm-hmm. for women, it didn't change at all. It was stuck at 40%. Um, clearly men think they did something different in 2020. Why do you think there is that gap uh, and the changing attitude or lack thereof between men and women and their communication skills. I don't think you're going to like my answer. <laughs> Bring it. Year, years ago, we had a discussion where I said to you that generally women have a better pulse on the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure that um, the men are accurate in their um statement. They may believe that their communication was better, maybe because they're spending more time together and they are exchanging more verbal interactions with each other. They think, okay, we're communicating more, but women may have a different um, definition of Mm -hmm. what they see as communication. And so they may not feel that it really is any better. There may be more verbalizing, but the actual 
um, connected communication may not be any better. So like more talk, but the same amount of understanding that's going back and forth. Correct. Um, what's interesting about that too, is I'm thinking about, uh, I'm going to go Oracle and the matrix on you here about perspective where if you think something to be true, it is true. Um, mm. and we've talked about this with relationship satisfaction, yes. it doesn't yes. matter if the relationship is good. If you and your spouse both think it's good, then guess what? That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's good. Um, so, but communication is, is also a very, um, literal thing in that it's, it is about understanding. So good communication it is about understanding the other side. And if men feel like it's happening and women aren't feeling like it's happening, um, that I mean, I don't think there's a problem here, but it could pose a, pose a problem if men are like, oh, we are doing awesome. We are totally on the same page. And women are like, oh, not really. <laughs> and then they come to see therapists. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> Well, that, no, that's, I, I think that's, I think that's good. Um, yeah, because it, it, it's interesting because I can see how, uh, couples being forced to stay inside with each other, particularly if men are less verbal in general, um, mm-hmm. in their daily life. And then they find themselves, uh, having to communicate more. Uh, we have to assume they didn't change their methods of communicating, which mm-hmm. is to your point, why women would feel, uh, that their, their pulse on the relationship is like, well, they, you're not really saying anything different. They're just saying it three More. times during the day instead <laughs> right. of once in the morning before they leave and, right. and, and, I, and they leave, they both leave for work. So, okay. Um, so the, uh, this get, actually gets into the next question. Um, mm-hmm. perception plays a big role in all this when asked does, um, who does more when pertaining to household chores? 34% of men said women did. Mm-hmm. 59% of women said women did. So this gets mm-hmm. to your who has a better pulse on things. Um, 20% of men said that the man did. And only 6% of women said that the man did. Mm-hmm. Um, 46% of men said that it was about equal, whereas only 34% of women thought it was equal. Um, we, we've been just talking about this perception gap. How, how can they close that gap? Okay. So I want to say something that now I'm going to try to help the male side. <laughs> One of the, thing, the things that happens in a relationship is that when there are patterns that have been established, we just start to see things through that pattern. So even when changes are made, we will still have the perception that we've always had. So even if Joe starts to do more things, we already feel like, nah, he's not doing it that much more than he used to do. And it's really important when one in the couple is making a change and not to do it in a um, bragging way or in an obnoxious way or any, but to say, I've been really trying hard to, um, you know, make this change that we have both felt was important. Um, you know, have you noticed that I, that I have done this? Um, because again, since we tend to get caught in the habit 
of seeing things the way we've always seen them, you might not have noticed that change. And my belief is that working as a couple, um, your goal should be the same, that you both want to have a more satisfying relationship. Mm -hmm. So in toward that goal, if one person, you know, if you've agreed, you know, I really need you to be, let's say, more appreciative. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now let's say the guy uh, does say, you know, wow, you really did a great job with, uh, you know, the kids this week. It was so hard to homeschool them. Or, you know, I really liked uh, that you cooked so much this week. It, it meant a lot. Either I believe there's nothing wrong with him then saying, I know how important it is to appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And I try to be much more conscious of doing that. You know, did you notice that I did? Because if she then says, no, you know, it didn't seem any different to me, he can point to it and say, well, I did this and I did this. Because again, it's a change in the behavior and that would then alter the perception mm -hmm. because change is hard. <clears throat> Yeah. So, you you know, it really behooves each person to work on making the change and acknowledging the change. Um, so that's what I have found helpful uh, with couples through the years when, when they're in the process of doing that, mm -hmm. you know, making an alteration in their relationship. And I, I was going to add, like, those conversations can seem awkward because they seem unnatural in a way, but they're also mm -hmm. super helpful and really necessary. And once you get them out of the way, you, you feel better. Uh, yeah. If you remember, Steve, years ago, we talked about like doing a check-in on a regular yeah. basis. Uh -huh. And that could certainly be part of the check-in where you just say like, okay, so, you know, what's gone well this week? What needs improvement? Um, and again, it's a way to sort of touch base with each other and to look at the overall relationship and um, look at what steps you're taking to make improvements. And it's not done in a way where you're saying, you know, you didn't do this or this is bad or whatever. Again, it's a team effort at, you know, this is something we're striving for, you know, how we doing. Yeah. I So... Um... I, I, I'm pretty sure I told you this. So Jess uh, was laid off from her job uh, towards the uh, end of 2020. Mm -hmm. And her and I have an arrangement of responsibilities, um, household, income, the whole bit, right? And we had this conversation long ago, and circumstances have changed. And we have since, and, and more recently, had a follow-up conversation to this. So it's like literally exactly what we're talking about. Because mm -hmm. it was like, okay, so we had this deal. Um, you're now doing something different. The time requirements are different. Um, the lifestyle we're living is slightly different. Um, all these different things. And so, therefore, let's renegotiate the agreement that we had. And mm -hmm. it, it, like I said, it's like, it's kind of weird to, to be in a relationship and have that kind of a conversation. Um, mm -hmm. but then we don't have, uh, the arguments later about, well, you're not doing, you're not pulling your mm -hmm. weight because it's like, well, we talked about this. We know exactly what we're supposed to do. And, and, you know, <clears throat> Jess and I are both good at following through with what we agreed upon. So it, it works out, but, um, so I know exactly what we're talking about because I've very recently done just this. Mm -hmm. um, 
One other thing that I was going to add to this whole thing that I think helps, uh, and um, it may have been you who brought this up to me at one point in time, but the fact that relationships are not 50-50, that Mm -hmm. they are 100-100. Each person puts in 100% effort. It will never be an equal division of anything, um, but if everybody puts in uh, all that they have uh, each and every day, it will be really difficult to be upset. And, you know, this, you know, particularly with like a marriage, which, you know, if you're doing things well and you get some good fortune of good health and everything, it will last a very long time. And so your hundred percent when you're sick might not be very much, but Mm -hmm. people aren't going to look at you like you're slacking and vice versa when you're doing really well. Um, or maybe you're super busy your 100% um, can be allocated into a different area of the relationship and it will shift over time as I was just describing what's happening in, in my marriage. So um, hopefully, right. and, and it, it, it what it also does is it removes that scorecard that you might have in your head mm-hmm. uh, of like, mm-hmm. well, I did this, they didn't do that. I did this, they did that. Well, those two things aren't equal. But if you, if you set the, the, the ground rules about what the expectations are. And then you both see that you're both fulfilling those expectations. Boom. Easy peasy. Yeah. It was me who said that to you. And the other part of it was that relationships are not equal. They're reciprocal. Right. So it, you know, to your point about the scorecard, it's not like, okay, you did, you know, three things. So I do three things, but each of you has to feel that you're each giving and you're each getting. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that if we have that understanding, uh, we will assess the relationship and be more satisfied. Yeah. No, that's perfect. I'm glad you brought up the reciprocal part. That was good. Um, before we go, do you have anything else that you wanted to add to this one? The only thing I was going to say is what we inferred <clears throat> right at the beginning, that yes, even though Pew does a wonderful job, it is a survey. And for those who have not listened to our previous discussions, um, surveys uh, draw a certain type of person who's willing to answer a survey. And so we don't know you know, if in fact this is truly reflective of everybody. Um, but as you said, Pew does a very good job and certainly the numbers, uh, in this study were quite numerous. Right, right. Over 10,000. So the sample size wasn't like 32 people were asked. Right. right. (laughs) Do you see a lot of that stuff? Okay. Um, no, this was great. Um, I have nothing to add, so we will wrap this up. Thank you so much for your time, Karen. It is always a pleasure. Thank you. And before you go, I want to remind everyone that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this and more information at her website, drkarensherman.com. She does virtual appointments, by the way, everyone. Um, And of course, you can find this information on our website, hitchedmag.com, where you will come across the entire podcast archive, 500 plus episodes now, uh, thousands of articles, uh, free newsletter, and more. So hopefully you check that out. And by the way, if you like what you are hearing, 
Uh, it would be greatly appreciated if you could uh, give us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcast app you listen to us on, because that helps in the discoverability for others who might be seeking out this same information. So thank you so much. And until next time, take care, everybody. Now we know.